0: Hello and welcome to the for Podcast. Once again, I am your host Tyrone and today's episode is called One of the Boys. Today's episode is going to be based on the um, Amazon Prime show, The Boys. Before I get started, I'm just going to say that I'm so mad because a few years ago, I had started this comic, this um, not comic book, I had started this book called um, Supervillain. And the premise was based on the fact that you always, as a kid, grew up thinking, like, when you watch Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, all them kind of comic book shows, you always grow up as a kid and you think, like, um, what if I was Superman? What if I had superpowers and all this and all that? And you think, like, oh, I would fly around. I would save these people. I would do all this shit. And then you go through the turmoils of life, like I did. You go through the turmoils of life. And when you grow up, your image of them comic book superhero shit changed my image changed. I was like, if I was Superman, you, I'd be like, nah, 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 you better get my money right. And you know, you can't tell me nothing. Uh Uh-uh, you can't tell me nothing. Like if I was Superman, I would probably be a super villain because I would probably be like, look, I ain't about to put them glasses on and put no suit on and go do no reporting. I ain't about to be no motherfucking Clark Kent. I'm Superman. I can do what I want. Y'all want me to save that boat? Fuck you. Pay me. Y'all want me to stop the hurricane? Fuck you. Pay me. Y'all want me to do anything? Fuck you. Pay me, little girl. You want me to get your cat out the fucking tree? I will take this fucking cat and throw this motherfucker in space. If your mom ain't got no change, you know what I'm saying? Like, Because it's like it's weird. It's like you Superman, you got all these superpowers. You saving all these people. And then in the Monday morning, you got to get up and put a suit on and go to fuck to work. You got to go work a job. You got to have a boss tell you what to do and talk shit to you. You got to date Lois Lane. I wouldn't be dating no Lois Lane. I have all the bitches. I'm Superman Lois. Lois, you ain't that cute. And who the fuck is you talking to? Bitch, who are you talking to? i'm superman bitch you ain't that cute i can have any bitch in the world like i can take these glasses off in this suit and have that S on my chest and slick my motherfucking hair back and go get all the bitches every bitch i can go steal any car i want i can go on a yacht i can do whatever the fuck i want so why would i let you people you regular humans you people with no powers why would i let y'all ever tell me what the fuck to do And that was the premise of my book that I would be a supervillain and it ain't nothing wrong. It's like, all right, I don't have to be a villain. I don't have to be a bad guy, but you know how it is. People want power. So you know how it is. Even if I was super, even if I did say like, yo, you know, I'm not going to say nobody. I got to get paid. You know, the president of the United States is going to talk some shit. You know, Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un going to talk some shit. You know there's going to be a motherfucker out there like Batman that's going to be like Superman is bad and going to want to try to come kill my black ass. So no, I'm going to be a supervillain. And that's what the book was based on. The book was based on the premise that somebody got superpowers and was like, fuck you, pay me. I'm going to be a supervillain because, you know, I live in a harsh reality to the real world. But I scrapped that book to do trick bag. And then I come back years later and I'm watching the boys. And as I'm forever watching, I'm like, wait a minute. I could have been a part of this. Somebody who had a cousin, who had a cousin, who had a brother, who had a sister, who had a mom, who had a dad, who had an uncle, who had a roach, who had a rat, could have told somebody, hey, I read this book called Supervillain back in the day. They would have got to this person or that person. I would have been seven degrees of separation, but I don't give a fuck. They would have called me up. Hey, Tyrone, we read your book, Supervillain. We're trying to do this show called The Boys. We can use your input. We can use your input. We can use something. We can, You can be a correspondent. Hey, you could be a fucking extra on the show. I don't give a fuck. Anything. Anything that gets me closer to you, Joe Rogan, that's right. Still coming. Still coming for Joe Rogan. But anything that would even get me anywhere close to being what I want to be as far as a writer or as far as being in movies or as far as my podcast, as far as anything in life. So when I started watching the show, I was mad as fuck. I was like, damn. Yeah, I could have been a part of this. But anyway, let me get into the show. So as soon as I turn the show on, it jumps right into it. It didn't even give you no time. Like something happens right away and you're just like, what the fuck? You have a what the fuck moment right away watching this show. And I'm just like, oh shit, How? why did that happen? You know what I mean? And then they get into the show. Now, the show does not give you backstories of all of these superheroes and all these characters. And I kind of like that. During the course of watching the two seasons, you kind of get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of where they come from, a little bit of how it happened. But you don't get the whole backstory. And that's because it's part of a bigger main plot of the story that... um that you'll find out later on so they can't really give the backstory but i do like not getting the backstory it was like the way like the same way marvel in, um, implemented spider-man into the marvel cinematic universe marvel was thinking smart it was like look there's been five spider-man movies before this spider-man has been in the comic for years anybody watching that marvel shit right now they know that spider-man got bit by radioactive spider they know the bullshit They know the story. So when Marvel incorporated Spider Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they were just like, hey, here's Spider Man. Then he had to get a backstory. Y'all know who the fuck Spider Man is. Y'all know he got bit by a radioactive spider. If not, go back, go read some comic books, go watch the motherfucking cartoon, Radioactive Spider Man, Spider Man. Go watch that shit. Go do whatever you need to do your research, whatever. But we ain't about to do this Spider-Man origin story again. The Spider-Man is Spider-Man. He in the fucking shit. Civil War is happening. We got to film this. We ain't got time. And that's what they did. And in this movie, I mean this movie, in this show, that um, it starts out, they're already superheroes. They're grown. They've been superheroes for a while. Everybody knows them. And that's it. So um, they're this group called the Seven. And the first member of the seven that we meet is kind of like Starlight. Now she is a cute little happy-go-lucky little bitch. You know what I mean? She's like, "Oh, I grew up my whole life, and I got these superpowers, and I know how to use them, and I want to be in the seven so bad. The seven so good—they saved the world. They save everybody, and whoop-dee-whoop-dee-whoop." And she ain't went through none of the turmoil of the world. I mean, I don't know. They—she ain't have a daddy, but who, <laughs> I mean, <yeah. laughs> who gives a fuck about a daddy, right? You know, daddies don't matter and shit. But <laughs> But anyway, she she didn't go through all the turmoils of the world. Her mom grew her up in the church and she was a singer in in the church and she was happy. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. And Jesus gave me these powers. And now I'm so cute and I'm so pretty and I got blonde hair and la 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 la. I got titties and I can go be in the seven. And so that's what she wanted to do. And the seven had like almost like American Idol style auditions because they had to keep seven. So if somebody died or somebody disappeared or somebody went around, then you had to be part of the seven. And Starlight was one of these people that wanted to be part of seven, and so she went to um go be part of the seven. Now, the seven is not like uh, the Avengers. You know how the Avengers was just thrown together like, okay, Iron Man, you got these powers, Hulk, you got these powers, Thor is a god, and we need all y'all to just come together to fight for this right whatever, you know, how that is? No, the Seven was more like the Justice League. Like, like we're all pals, we're all buddies, we're all good guys, we're the good guys, and we're forming together to fight the bad guys, and bum, 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 super friends, you know what I mean? The Justice League was called the motherfucking super friends on the cartoon, so... That's how the Justice League came So the 7 was supposed to be more like that, like a group of superheroes that are all friends, all cool, buddy-buddy, ha-ha, here we come to save the day type bullshit. And it wasn't that. It wasn't that. And Starlight gets a rude awakening. But let's get back into the characters first before I tell y'all what happened. So you got Homelander. And Homelander is like your Superman dude. You know what I mean? And they try to front like he's America's dude. Like, he's like the Superman dude. He's got all the superpowers. He's the leader of the fucking Seven. He's got the blue suit on and the red and the fucking uh, um, star cape or whatever like that. And they try to make it like, okay, he's got the red, white, and blue colors and in the in the, in the flag cape and all that because he's, like, from the United States and he's representing America and all that shit. But for real, for real, he's, he's the seventh playing with Superman. You know, could fly, got the cape, got the red, white, and blue one, can stand up tall, and, and got the blind hair, and, oh, he got the superpowers arm oh, Superman, oh, I saved the world, Homelander. Like, he was that kind of motherfucker, right? But I could tell from the jump when you first meet him, I'm like, what's wrong with this motherfucker? Like, something's wrong with him. Like, he didn't look like Christopher Reeve, Superman. You know what I mean? He looked a little fucked up, like, oh, no, I don't trust this motherfucker. But that was Homelander. He was a Superman character, and he was, like, the leader of the Seven. And when they had their little groups in the Seven Tower, he would sit at the head of the table and go, like, okay, here's what we're doing. So he was, like, the Superman character or whatever. Then they had Queen Maze. Um, I guess she was supposed to be, like, the Wonder Woman character because she was, like, real strong, superhuman, could do um all of this shit. She could jump real high and far and all that shit. And um, so I guess she was like the, the so supposed to be like the Wonder Woman of the Seven, like a Wonder Woman type character. But she looked more like Xena Warrior Princess. Remember the Warrior Princess? I think she was like Conan's cousin. Remember Conan the Adventurer or Conan the Barbarian on the Schwarzenegger? And then they did the Xena Warrior Princess. I think the Xena was his cousin or she was something to him. She was something related to Conan, but that's how uh, Queen Maeve kind of looked. She kind of looked like. Um, like the, uh, like Xena, the warrior princess, and she had on that little armor and stuff, but she was more like the Wonder Woman character, and she was right next to Homelander. I kind of thought they was fucking, but (laughs) I think everybody's fucking, yo. (laughs) But, um, at first, that's the vibe I got, like, she was fucking him, and he was the boss, but you know what, it's whatever, but yeah, she's like the, um, the Wonder Woman character, and then he had A Train. A Train's like the Flash, but um, I'ma just say this. And anybody that knows me, they know about race relations. They know how I am about race relations. I got a um Black Lives Matter podcast episode. I got a um the episode Accidental Courtesy about the guy that joined the Ku Klux Klan. Y'all know where I stand as far as race relations is concerned. I'm black, but I'm not all into that fight the power of racist shit. You know, I, I I believe in my people. I support my people, and that's that. So when I say this, you know. Y'all don't have to be getting all mad at me or be sensitive to it. But A Train was like the flash and then they try to nigger him up. He's black and they they tried to nigger him up. They try I mean, it is what it is. That's what it is. I'm not saying nothing wrong. They trying to nigger him up. They trying to make him a black flash, basically. So he was a flash and he was flashy and he was at the bars and he used to get drunk and talk shit and be the, with the bitches and all, you know, the stuff that they Try to make like black people do. They do try to separate us black and white homeland It's the white, um, so good and A Train is the Flash, and he's the black. You could find me in the club, powder full of bub. Look, my, you know what I mean? That's it. That's what it is. Like he can run fast, and he would probably be a gangster rapper. <laughs> you know. <what> I'm <laughs> but that was A Train. He was um like their version of like the Flash or whatever. Then he had um black and war. Black Noir looked like uh, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. That's exactly what he looked like. And you never, ever, 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 ever would think of him as a superhero. He is, they make him like he is a fucking super villain from the jump. I don't even know how he would be in the seven. I don't even know how he would be considered a superhero. This motherfucker don't talk. This motherfucker ain't about um, conflict resolution, this motherfucker ain't about, like, being your friend or doing anything, this motherfucker's a creep, like, he creeps up in the dark, he creeps up in the shadows, and he just comes to fuck you up, like, when you see Black Noir, you're getting fucked up, you're not getting talked to, you're not getting what's going on, you're not getting here, I come to save the day, if that motherfucker comes in your house, he's in there to fuck you up, period, that's it, no other rap. He's in there to fuck you up. The whole show, you will not even be noticing them. it just be like they'll show like a house and they'll be in the house arguing. They'll show the outside of the house, this motherfucker on the roof, peeking in, getting ready, getting ready to come in and fuck you up. When well, you be in the house and you come downstairs and you sit on the couch, start watching TV, eat some cereal, you look in the shadow in the corner and this motherfucker come out the shadows, he's fucking you up. He don't talk. He's just there to kick ass. He be on the roof like, you know, why ain't time yet? Let me finish my coffee, my donut. As soon as I finish this coffee, I'm coming in there. and We ain't gotta talk about nothing. I'm coming in there. I'm gonna bust your ass. He was like a ninja, scary motherfucker. Like he wasn't no superhero. He was like scary. Like he would be in a horror movie. It was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. How did they trying to make this like this dude is part of the superhero crew? Even when they had their little meetings, even when they had their little setups and they had their little, you know, group things and they little PR conversations and they said, the "Well, that motherfucker was not around." He was not around. He was a sneaky little bastard. Like I ain't doing that. I ain't talking to nobody. I'm coming. You want me to kill somebody? I'm gonna beat somebody to fuck up. You call me. Other than that, I'm gonna be wherever, wherever the fuck he be at, because he don't interact with nobody. He probably live in a cave. <laughs> I don't know. This motherfucker was weird, but he wasn't no superhero. That's for damn sure. Then they had storefront. The storefront didn't show up till like the second season, but she came in with a bang. Now I don't know who store. Stormfront would be in the DC universe. She's like Supergirl, but like a bitch. So she's like Super Bitch. You know what I'm saying? Because she's like Supergirl. She's like Homelander. She's got all the powers like that Homelander has. She might be a little bit weaker than him, but she's got all the powers that he has. She can fly. She's got the the the, the beaming eyes. She's got like electricity, like plasma blast, and all this stuff. She's bulletproof. She's got all this super strength. Like she's like the shit. But she's a straight up bitch. I mean like a super bitch. Like she comes in knowing she's a bitch too. She comes in and she just swarms in on Homelander like, okay, I'm bossing up in here. I'm the new boss bitch in town. She didn't even have to audition for the Seven. She just came and was like, I'm part of the Seven now. I'm the new boss bitch. You know, bow down. Get on a lay down. That was her whole attitude. That was her whole premise. That's how she came rolling in. And, you know, her home front, I mean home front, she's storm front. Her Homelander did have a little bit of a beef. But they squashed that real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they squashed that beef. She got some beef. <laughs> Homelander was mad at her. And she was a bitch too. And she was just like Homelander mad She know what she did was she, she, she had superpowers and she had that P.O.P. Power of P.S.A. <laughs> Cause she came in like a bitch, but Homelander had a problem with He's Like this bitch, what's this bitch doing? And this bitch was like, you know what? I got another strength. I can pop this pussy. And Homelander was just like, okay. And that was that. So, them two get the fucking. Now, that's a spoiler right there. Homeland and the storefront get the fucking. I spoiled it. I don't care. I spoiled that one little spot for you. Take it or leave it. Then you had the deep. And the deep is basically the deep is Aquaman. Okay. He's Aquaman. And we all know Aquaman's corny shit. Aquaman was the worst superhero ever. He still is the worst superhero ever. I don't care how DC tried to get that boy Momoa. Try to make Aquaman look like a drunk. Make him look tough. Make him look cool. He looks cool. He's still a bitch. Aquaman is the worst. Like I, they, He's the fish guy. That's what they kept calling the deep in the movie. The fish guy? The fish guy in the show? The fish guy? The fish guy? Yup, the deep is the fucking fish guy. But he but he is fucked up because you found out right away that these superheroes are fucked up because of him. So the Starlight, I'm gonna tell you that, I'm gonna tell you this story. This is a, this ain't really much of a spoiler because it, it goes deeper into the story later on. But in the original, originally when it starts, Starlight goes and she gets into the seven and she goes on her little uh first tour up in there and she's in the tower and they hire the deep, well the deepest, the little bitch thing. So it's like yo, deep, you wanna show this little bitch around. We don't care about her. You show her around. You you're the bitch boy of the fucking group. And he takes her to show her around. And, um, my man's like, yeah, you want to be in the seven? You want to be part of the seven? Blah, blah, blah. She's like, yeah, I had a crush on you when I was a kid, when I was in the seven. And I wanted to be in the seven. You was my favorite. I didn't like home, Linda. I liked you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I liked you. Yeah, you cute too. You know what I'm saying? The next thing you know, this nigga ass out. He's standing there ass out, dick out. Like, if you want to stay in the seven, you know, we do some shit up in here. Hey, baby. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And... It is what it is, my um. <laughs> the fish guy pulled his little fish, <laughs> pulled his little fish dick out. <laughs> oh my god! And she was just like, "What is going on?" Like I thought we were superheroes. You're like, no, nah, no, nah, bitch, this is real life. This is the real world. You mean you know what I mean? You grew up in that church, all happy, all cute. You ain't never seen no dick. Better stop fronting, cause it ain't nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> He really went get down or lay down. He really wanted her to get down or go down. Go down or lay down. <laughs> yeah. You know <what> <laughs> but anyway, so that was the seven. They had some other members too. They had this dude translucent and this other dude Lamplighter. Now, this dude lamplighter was more, he was a fire manipulator. He wasn't like um like Firestar where he could th- just turn the fire and fly around. He wasn't like uh, what is this the fireball from the Fantastic Four? He wasn't like Johnny Storm and he was like this guy had a lamp. And he can manipulate fire. So he had this lamp and the lamp lit up fire. He was corny as shit, but he wasn't really part. of He was in the seven, but then he was out the seven, but then he shows up later on in the storyline. And, you know, you'll figure it out. But um, he was a bum. And then they had this dude, Translucent, who could turn invisible. And he was my mans in them for a while. He got killed, but he was my mans in them. And I ain't going to tell you how he got killed. You have to watch the show. or If you watch the show, you already know. But he was my mans in them because I was thinking, like, if I could turn invisible... I would do some crazy shit, and this motherfucker was doing some shit that I would do. I ain't going to put go in the details, but he was doing some shit that I would do if I could turn invisible. Uh, I'll say one thing. He was in the bathroom a lot. I'll just say that. My man was in the bathroom a lot, and it might not have always been the men's room, and he might not have always been shitting, if you know what I'm saying but me personally see that's why i'm a super villain that's why i'm a super villain because i keep it real if you keep it real and you get superpowers and you want to keep shit real you're going to be a super villain there's no way you would be a superhero yeah you might save some people yeah you might stop a hurricane yeah you might save some people out of the earthquake but you're going to do some villainous shit and you know it or you're going to say some villainous shit Something about you is going to be villainous. You can't help yourself because you—who can touch you? Like I said, if I could turn invisible, I would go right to Charlie's Darren's house. I would be right in the house with Charlie Darren, and I'd be in there, and I'd be in her shower. I'd be showering with her. Yep, I shower with Charlie's Darren every night. <laughs> she won't know. I'd be right in her shower with her every night. Every time she back that ass up, it'd be like, oh, what's that? What was that?" That was a dick, Charlene. You just can't see it, but that was a dick. <laughs> that was a dick. And he, she got a man. Every time she bring a man home, we be having fucking threesomes in that motherfucker. She won't even know. She would be like, damn, my man be putting it down. I don't even know how he be in my ass and my pussy at the same time, but he be killing me. Like, I don't get it. The one time he was fucking me from the back and I swore he put his dick in my mouth. I don't know. This man's crazy. He's a great fucker. Like, <laughs> And meanwhile, it's me. I'm in here. We getting down. we We's getting down on this (laughs) house. You know what I mean? Even when she's alone. When she's alone, she's going to be like this. And then you're going to see the story about Charlie staring went crazy. She's going to be like, there's a ghost that comes and rapes me every night. (laughs) I'm getting raped by a ghost every night. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm giving up ghost stories. Every time I get in the shower, I back up and there's a dick. It's a ghost dick. (laughs) Ghost dick. Cause that's what would be happening. Cause I'd be fucking raping her. I'd be over there. See what I'm saying? I'd be the villain. And then when they find out it's me, they, I mean, when they find out I had a power, they gonna be like, "Charlie's, Charlie's, you did not. You were. Not, it wasn't a ghost dick. It was that motherfucker Tyrone. He can turn invisible. And I think he's been coming to your house. <laughs> I'll be like, "So the fuck? What? Catch me if you can, motherfuckers. When the police come, I'm disappearing like a motherfucker. Whoop, you can't see me." Charlie's, I'll see you tonight. You're gonna get ghost dicked again. I was gonna get to the point with me, one of the movies, we like, Tyrone, I know you're there. I'm gonna be like, damn. Um, so can we fuck or what? <laughs> but anyway, it was he was one of the uh seven, too. Okay, so that was the seven, and they was the group, and they was a the group of superheroes. And you find out stuff about them later, but before you find out that, shit, you got to deal with the boys. Now, the seven ain't the boys. The boys are the boys. And the one le- leader of the boys is Butcher. But he's not really a good leader. He's like a um English dude. And he can rumble his ass off. And he knows all about interrogation and espionage and all that. I don't know exactly where he comes from because they don't give too much of the backstory. They get into why he's involved and why he wants to fuck the boys up. I mean, not the boys. Why he wants to fuck the seven up. Why he hates superheroes and all that. But they don't get into where he actually really came from. But this motherfucker's fucked up. He ain't no kind of leader. He's the kind of dude that's like, I'm here. Let's go do on this mission. And then it's like, wait a minute. Y'all don't want to do what I'm saying to do. Fuck y'all. I'll go by myself. I don't need y'all motherfuckers. I'll fuck these superheroes up by myself. I'll do whatever I want. I'll be back. I got a side mission, a secret mission, and all that. And they just like, the boys is just like, yo, dude. Like, yo, we a team. The fuck is you doing? Why is you doing this? Why is you doing that? And he just like, I got to do this fucking thing with this fucking bitch first before I fucking do this other fucking thing. And while I'm doing this fucking shit, you guys can either go do what the fuck I told you to do, y'all can leave a the fucking blah, 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 blah. He's just so angry. This motherfucker's angry the whole show. I never seen him smile, never seen him, like, happy, nice, nothing. This motherfucker just wants to kill everybody, wants to fuck everybody the fuck up. He's so mad, and, he, and he's basically, like, one of those dudes, like, He's like, get down to lay down too to his whole crew, his own crew. He's like, look, I'll fuck y'all up if y'all don't listen to me. I, I don't, I don't got time for the bullshit. This is what I'm doing. This is what y'all doing. Let's do it. it. Is not fuck y'all. I'll do it by myself. And he just, you know, he wants some other shit. So that's butcher. Then you got this guy, and they call him um mother's milk. And I'm like, I don't know why they call him mother's milk, but I know his name is Marvin, and he's a marine. And um, he's, like, skilled in investigating. He was, the, like, their medic. Like, he knew about, like, if you get shot, how to stitch you up and all that kind of shit. He was, like, their, um, he was, like, the the boy, the doctor of the boys. You know what I'm saying? He was, like, I could, uh, if you get shot, I could stitch you up. If you, I know what to take, how to take the bullets out. I know what. You know, what this wound is going to do to you, how you going to feel, what these pills do, what this medicine do. He was like one of them type dudes. And he was a black guy. And I like him. He was played by Lance Alonzo. He was like the coolest guy on the show. He was real cool. And he had a wife and a daughter, right? And my thing was, like, he had a wife and a daughter. And he kept going on these missions with Butcher and these missions with the boys. And he kept leaving his wife and his daughter. And, the, and I'm like, the wife was fed up. The dynamic of her was just like, go ahead, motherfucker, go ahead. And he's like, honey, I just got to do this one mission. You know, I'm going to get down. I'm going to be back. I'm going to take care of my daughter. And the daughter loved him. She was a daddy. She girl, daddy, daddy, daddy. But the wife was like, you know what? Go ahead. Do your little motherfucking mission. Fuck you, blah, blah, blah. But then I thought about it, and I was like, the dynamic between them is simple. He's going to go fight super motherfuckers, Right? So his wife knows that all of them times he goes on his missions, he goes on his missions with, with, with butcher and all that. He's making money. He's taking care of his family, but he goes on these missions with butcher and all that. And the wife's like, you know, he's fighting superheroes. So anytime he needs to go on one of these missions, he could die. So I think the, I think that the feeling between them is the dynamic between them is every time he leaves, she, she's thinking like he's dead. Like he's never going to come back. Like my daughter's father's going to be dead. My the love of my life is going to be dead. My husband's going to be dead. So when he comes back, she might be mad while he's going, fuck him. He always leaving us, fuck him, blah, blah, blah. But when he comes back, she's so happy that he ain't dead that she takes him back. You know what I mean? She takes him back. Oh, you alive. Oh, baby, I thought you was dead. And she's just so happy that he gets to come back home. And I think that's what the dynamic is because he leaves all the time. He keeps promising he's coming back. But I guess he's got something going on with Butcher and he's got something going on with these suits, too, that he's got to do it. He's got to do it. And it's at the expense of his family, but, you know, it is what it is. Then we got this other dude, Frenchie, <clears throat> And right from the door, I knew Frenchy was a drug addict. It was like, look at this motherfucker. He's on drugs. And him and Mother's Milk don't like each other. From the jump, they arguing. And then when they got back together, he's like, Butcher's like, you got this motherfucker? We don't need this motherfucker. Me and you handle this shit by ourselves. We don't need Frenchy punk ass. And Frenchie's like, fuck you. You motherfucker. I'll kill you. I hate this motherfucker. We, gonna get, we ain't doing it. And Butcher's like, yo, y'all fucking doing it. Y'all fucking gonna do it. I don't give a fuck. You work with him, you work with him, you work with me. We gonna do this shit. Shut the fuck up. And he's all mad. Everybody's just mad. You know, but the black boy, Mother's Milk, Marvin, I don't want to call him Mother's Milk. That's what they call him. But Marvin was chill. He was just like, all right, fuck it. We'll do it. But Frenchie is like, he's a chemist. He knows, like, um, the pills. He knows about, like, weapons and all that. He's like their the demolition guy. He makes the bombs and the weapons and he figures out how to kill people and he's got poison and all kinds of shit like that. And then you got this girl, Kimiko, She's um, she's a suit, but she ain't down with the superhero shit. She wants to fuck them up. She's a suit, but she's like, no, I don't like the Seven. They did some foul shit to my brother. They did some foul shit to me. I ain't down with them. I'm going to fuck them up. And I knew she had, like, superhuman strength, and I knew she was, like, um, could do some things, but she's got some other powers. But this bitch likes to rip people's faces. Like, she's a face... They call her a face ripper. So... Evidently, she will rip your face off. She's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. She'll take your face and this bitch will wear it. She'll take your face off. And, <laughs> and she might be wearing your motherfucking face. She's not a superhero neither. She's like a, everybody in this show is bad. Everyone in this show is fucking bad, except for Starlight. Starlight is goody two shoes. I'm, I walk with Jesus, bitch, get on my nerves. And um, oh, and Huey. Now, Huey is, um, he sells um, radios and shit. He works, like, at a radio shack or whatever. And uh, (laughs) he doesn't have any skills to pay the bills, so to say. He has no skills to pay the bills. He has no, uh, he can't fight. He ain't mad. He ain't mean. He ain't. He is corny. He's almost like borderline gay, but he has a reason from the beginning of the, of the show. The first thing that happens, it gives him the reason to hate the, um, the seven and he's working his little store, and butcher comes in and butcher basically tells him like, look what happened to you. Wasn't, wasn't what they said happened to you. And these superheroes is fucked up and they nasty and they mean, and they're doing some fucked up shit behind the scenes. And I got a crew, and we trying to stop these motherfuckers. But you can't be part of the crew. I'm just telling you what's going on. But you can't be part of the crew. You're a little bitch. You're, you're too bitchy and too bony and too nutty. I just want you. We just, the, the woman wants you to fucking testify or whatever. You can't be part of the crew, though. So so they get Huey and Huey's all like, no, no. I don't like these superheroes. I want to be part of the crew, too. So they take him along. He takes along with him, And he ends up, like, helping them in small ways. He knows how to blackmail some people. He knows how to do some bullshit. He starts fucking with Starlight. That's the main thing that really helped him with that. He had a relationship with Starlight, and he could make her like their little spy. She was like their little their rat, their little mole inside of the Seven. So they kept Huey around. But Hue- Huey's a lovable dude, but he's a pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> so there you have it those are the characters you got the seven and you got the boys and the boys want to get the seven ah they want to kill them butcher wants to kill them but the boys want to kill them or expose them or do whatever they got to do to like get rid of them because the, the world believes that these seven are are heroes and they're not they're not heroes even starlight starlight is a hero because that's what she believed in that's what she went for that's what she thought And she was just like the regular people of the world that thought, like, the 70s heroes, they're the super friends. They're the Justice League. They they the shit. They saving people and all that. And behind the scenes, they're fucked up. And the boys want to expose them or kill them or get rid of them or whatever the case may be. Now, the boys have this leader, Grace Mallory. Now, she's not not in it, but she in it. You know what I mean? She behind the scenes. She the old bitch. You ever watch the Captain Kick-Ass movies? You know them Captain Kickass movies where the guy's kicking ass, kicking ass, kicking an ass, and then he, he gets in trouble or he can't figure it out or he can't kick ass for some reason or somebody's got him or somebody's got his number or the secret, the bad guys is winning for a minute and he go and go see the old bitch that tell him the secret. <laughs> it's always a secret, right? He always go see the old bitch and she be like, well, you know. Ten years ago, I didn't tell you that this happened and that happened. And then he's like, oh, that's why Johnny's doing this. And that's why that's Grace. Grace is like, I don't know what she is, like a CIA, FBI. She's like the agent of all agents. She's like, I guess she was like the leader of the boys before she retired. Now she got Butcher and all them going after. But she's she's in the background. She's the one that comes to him and says, here. I got this information here. I heard Homelander's doing this. This bitch doing that. Queen Mae's doing this. She's the one that's behind the scenes, like telling them, giving them information and helping them to figure out what's their next strategy, what's their next plan of action, how we gonna get these motherfuckers. She knows some secret people. She got some spies of her own. She got the shit going on and she's also trying to get the boys And and I know she exposed them to Butcher and Mother's Milk and all them. And so... She's like the leader of the boys, but without being the leader, she's like, I'm going to get my uh, I get my hands dirty, but not my feet. You know what I mean? I'll I'll, I'll touch this shit, but I won't walk in it. Y'all don't know me. It's like <laughs> when you see me in the street, nigga, you don't know me. You know what I mean? She's in the background. But we um, find out also that Butcher wants to kill Homelander because he believes in his head that Homelander killed his fucking wife. And you'll find out, it goes into detail about the whole wife thing and you'll find out later on about the whole wife shit. But Butcher believes Homelander killed his wife and um, he don't fuck around. He don't fuck around when it comes to his wife. You killed my wife, I'm going to kill you. I don't give a fuck how super you are. I'm going to find a way to fucking kill you as Vengeance. For the death of my wife that he believes homelander killed so that's why butcher is so obsessed with killing homelander and so obsessed with these with these um with the seven he's just fucked up and i guess grace knew butcher was fucked up i guess grace knew butcher was obsessed so he was the perfect guy for her to say hey listen let's get these motherfuckers you know what i mean i think he was just the perfect guy he had the perfect setup he's angry his wife is going he lost the love of his life and that um hero motherfucker is the one responsible And, you know, but just out of his mind, like, he's got to be crazy. He's got something's going on with that motherfucker for real. So she knows it. And so she recruited him. He got mother's milk. He got Frenchie and all that. Excuse me. So they ready to rock and roll. So now I'm thinking, like, I'm still in my head, like, okay, this is my shit. This is still my shit. Like, these heroes are super villains because of what I'm saying, because of my thinking. Like, fuck you, pay me. Like, I'm not saving your cat unless I get some money. I'm not doing this stuff. I'm not about to have no secret identity and be acting like I'm a nerd or a geek or a nut when I got all these powers. Like, fuck you, I can do whatever I want. There's even a scene in um the second season where Homelander is in the air and he's doing something. I ain't gonna say what he's doing, but he's doing something pretty bad. And he goes, I can do what I want. And he's screaming it out loud. I can do what I want. Because you got superpowers, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But... The gist of it for real for real is that um you got this girl, Madeline Stilwell, and she runs this company called Vault. Void, Vault, Vunt, it's called Vault. However you want to say it, it's V-O-U-G-H-T. I think that's how they spell it, but it's called Vault. I don't pick up on the name of it. That's how they spell it. I'm I'm saying Vault. Because that's I think that's how I remember them saying it, but it's Vault, right? And she runs this company, and she runs the company, and the company is the business of the heroes the company is the business of the heroes they're actually running the seven as a business they're basically like okay here's the seven now the seven covers this area it's the state area it might be philly jersey delaware you know what i mean the seven might cover philly jersey delaware because they're the most heroes they cover this area and this area is covered by the seven and the area they pay these motherfuckers, uh whatever 300 million dollars for the seven to cover this area now the Seven got superpowers, so if something happens in Florida, they might say, hey, we'll send the Seven down to Florida to go help y'all with a hurricane or whatever down there. But guess what? Fuck you, pay me. That's what it is. Fuck you, pay me. Oh, it's a hurricane in Florida? Y'all need the Seven to come down? Okay. We're going to come. She's on the phone. We're going to come. Hey, Miss Didwell, uh, is the hurricane coming to Florida? Can the Seven come down? Who can you send? Oh, you want Homelander? Homelander? You want Queen Maeve, too? Okay, look, that's gonna be two hundred million dollars. Two hundred million, bitch, send it deep. <laughs> send that motherfucking bummer. Send the fish guy. How much? <laughs> Maybe you can get some fish to help us with the hurricane or something. We ain't got two hundred million. Bitch, send the fish guy. <laughs> we got about fucking forty thousand dollars. He gonna come for forty grand. Send the fish guy for forty thousand. Send that running motherfucker too. We'll, 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 <laughs> he can go to the strip club. We got a strip club in Miami. He can go to the Magic, what is it called? Magic Kingdom, Magic, whatever the shit is in Miami. Send him, we can bring, we'll put him up in there uh, in the VIP, in the strip joint. You know what I mean? But that's what it is. So it's a business. So the seven was like the highest caliber of the heroes. They were like the ones that were worth the most fucking money. They were like the ones that, that were marketed to be the, the heroes. And then you find out that and there's a lot of superheroes in this world and they just bum ass. They're not good enough for the seven. You know, Starlight was good enough for the seven. But, um, you know, the rest of these superheroes, bum ass is Like she called up Cleveland and she's like, hey, Cleveland's like, yo, we need a superhero. And she's like, hey, yeah, I can give y'all bum ass. Bum ass, what can he do? I don't know. He got fart powers, and shit. Bum ass can fart real loud and and knock some people down to something whatever you know whatever the bum ass fucking uh hero is i can give him you we you, you can get bum ass for a million dollars a year and then cleveland's like okay well we don't got no heroes in cleveland we'll take bum ass take all your million dollars blah 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 and they're so corrupt <clears throat> because um they're corrupt they're trying to get a deal with the military and the military's like, yo, we don't have no war right now. Ain't nothing going on. We don't need no heroes and all this shit. So she's like, okay, Homelander, they don't have a war right now. They don't need no heroes. We can't get a military fucking uh, connection. And then Homeland is like, oh, they want a military connection? Let's kill some people. Let's kill a vice president. Let's kill, <laughs> let's fake a war. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of shit they was doing. Like let's fake a war. Let's start a war. Let's do whatever we got to do to get this money. It's me and you, bitch. You know what I mean? And then he goes home with her, and they got they got some shit going on. I ain't gonna tell you what the shit is because I'm trying. I'm trying my best not to spoil this fucking show for nobody. But Homelander and the Stillwell, the Stillwell bitch, has got some shit going on. And I thought it was, you know, he's the boss of the seven, and she's the boss of the boss. And so they just kind of like, you know, you know putting their ducks in a row, talking about what they're going to do, talking about the plans. But no, 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 they weird. They got some weirdo shit going on. Like, it's fucking, but it's weird fucking. It's like something else. Something else. And you'll find out You'll find out. I'm, I know that I've kind of spoiled it a little bit when I said they got some shit going on. You know me. If you listen to my podcast episode, you know me. So when I say a man and a woman got some shit going on, you know that I'm talking about fucking. So I it was already out there. You know that when I say they got some shit going on, I'm talking about fucking. You know <laughs> that I'm always talking about somebody trying to get at some pussy. So yeah, he was getting at the fucking, but it's something else going on with them that you're going to find out um later on. And then it's all people involved. You know, um, Juan Carlo Esposito is in the show, and I like him. He's a smooth little, um, I don't know. He looks black, but he's Spanish, but he's a smooth-ass nigga. He, oh, everything I see this motherfucking Juan Carlo win he's smooth as shit. And he plays Stan Egger, and he's um part of Vault, too. He's like one of the big bosses there, too. And, and Madeline kind of gets pushed to the side. Something happens to her. She gets pushed to the side a little bit, and I'm like, okay, Vault's done homelander's taking over homelander's about to run this shit you know what i'm saying and then it's like wait where does this guy come from and juan carlo just moves his way on in there yeah i'm and homelander's trying to talk to him he's like fuck you homelander fuck you you have whatever you had going on with madeline but that ain't me i don't have no pussy <laughs> i don't have no pussy you can't fuck me you can't get over on me. You can't do what you want. I run this motherfucking show. And and that's that. So he comes up and he's like a big boss in it too. And then it just goes on and on and on. They have to go to court. They find this old guy. It's an old guy in the show that um that was involved. You know what I'm saying? And then it goes into a lot of different stuff. Like there's like like steroid use <laughs> among superheroes. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Superheroes using steroids? Because uh, A-Train can't run as fast as he wanted to run, and there's another guy that says he can outrun them and shit like that. So it's like it's like steroid use. There's a secret to how they became superheroes. Baby, I was born this way. No, the fuck you wasn't. No, the fuck you wasn't. Everybody the superheroes that have superpowers thought they was born that way. And you're going to find out that they not really wasn't born that way either. Some other shit was going on behind the scenes to make these motherfuckers be super. It's a bunch of crazy shit going on in this show. It's a bunch of little fucking bullshit, espionage, people getting killed. It's a lot of fucking too. It's a lot of fucking too. And um, I like that because <laughs> you know me, you know I'm a heathen. I'm a Quentin Tarantino fan. I like killing, cussing, fucking. That's my favorite. That's why I like this show so much. Those things are my favorite. And there's a lot of killing, cussing, fucking in this show. And then it got the background of superhero shit. Not Marvel, not DC, but some real life, real superhero, super villain type shit. So it's all good. So like I said, it's a lot of espionage. It's a lot of, like, crime. It's a lot of, like, bullshit, a lot of background. And then they got, like, a PR. These superheroes got a PR agent. Um, first it was this girl. Ah, oh, what the fuck is that girl name? She, um, cove, uh, Ashley, this girl, Ashley, she works, she works for vault. She's like, the. she was like the top secretary or something, but she's the PR person. So it's like, every time they had a problem, they would go like, Ashley, what the fuck, yo? Like, what's up? What do I do about this? Or every time somebody like, like if a train did something stupid, or if the deep did something stupid, like he did, then Ashley had to squash. Ashley was the one who had to be like, oh, yeah, the deep did that, but he didn't mean to fuck that fish. Y'all saw him fucking that dolphin, but he wasn't really fucking the dolphin. The dolphin jumped on him. He didn't know how to respond. He didn't want to hurt the dolphin's feelings. He can talk to the animals, so he knew that the dolphin was sad. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he And She's that kind of bitch trying to figure out how to like smooth everything over when these uh superheroes did some dumb shit that might let people know that they're a little bit fucked up. Because they don't want the people to know they're a little bit fucked up. They want the people to not think that they super. So she was in it and she had to do some shit like that. You know, cover the shit up and all that. And then um, Starlight was just, <laughs> poor Starlight. She was just in it and she was just like, I can't. I can't with these people. And then they made her change her outfit. Because she had to look a little bit more sexy. Because she looked real fucking corny. And they wanted to sex her up. They made Queen Maeve do some shit she didn't want to do to, to put her image out there. Because she was a little bit hoeing. It was... <laughs> oh, man. Everything's about fucking in these shows. No, but look. So they had the PR. They had PR doing all kinds of shit to make The Seven look better or or, or look bad. They had to kick some motherfuckers out The Seven, bring some motherfuckers back. And it was a whole lot. It was a whole lot. And I'm telling you, I'm trying not to spoil it. You're really going... um. I think you're really going to um, need to really enjoy this show. And with that, I'm going to go to commercial right now. And then when I come back from commercial, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the actors in the show, who plays what and how good they are and how good the acting is. And then I'll get into wrapping this thing up. So I'm going to go to commercial now and I'll be back. All right. Thank you. Um, No, not thank you. It ain't over. I'll see you when I get back i'll be back don't turn it off it ain't over don't turn it off it's going to commercial and i'm coming back to with the wrap up all right see you okay so welcome back so now i'll y'all the gist of it i gave y'all the gist of it i gave y'all the characters i gave y'all um some of the plot and i gave y'all a couple of spoilers not too many spoilers i basically told y'all that some people was fucking and some bullshit happened i gave y'all a little bit But not many spoilers. So now all I'm going to do is really just talk about who's in it. So Butcher is played, Billy Butcher, he's played by Carl Urban. Now I'm not going to sit up here in front like I know who Carl Urban really is. He ain't a big name guy. He's good at Butcher though. I mean, (laughs) Butcher is believable. Angry, mad, got that accent, got that rough talk, looks rough, acts rough. Everything about him is fucked up okay he plays this role to the t he's a good actor the role is good everything's good about butcher but i don't know much about carl urban urban the person like i don't you know he's not a big enough name for me to know exactly who he is but i do know that he was in um another comic book connection because he was in thor ragnarok he played scourge in thor ragnarok now that wasn't a big role it was big enough for him to be known you know who scourge is you know that he uh Fucking was with Hella and she um made him her little uh her henchman. And then at the end he he turned back to the good of the people and, and traded and sacrificed himself to save the uh the ship. He's alright. He was all right. But he was alright a scourge though. But in um the boys, Carl Urban has earned some strikes. And now I might go ahead and look at some more shit he might be in. I might look him up and be like, what else is this motherfucker in? I might want to watch it because he's a good actor. I like him as um what is his name again? That's Billy, uh Billy Butcher. The uh Huey is played by Jack Quaid. Um Jack Quaid was in the Hunger Games, he was in like that Hunger Game series. I know him from the Hunger Game series, and that's basically all I know him from, too. And he is also perfect. He is perfect because he's Huey. And he is like you know I said Huey was a pussy and Jack perfectly plays a pussy. Like he looks like he looks corny as shit, he looks nutty, he looks scared, he looks crazy, like he looks and he looks the role of somebody who would be scared, somebody who would be a punk, somebody who would be a pussy, and he plays it to the T. Like, he looks crazy. When he's thinking about stuff, he looks like he's overthinking. When shit happens, his facial expressions and the way he looks, the way he just operates, it's just like, wow, this motherfucker is really, like, I, I believe his character. Like, I believe these characters. I believe Carl Urban is a fucking mean, fucking asshole. I believe that Jack Quaid is no pussy. I believe that he's like bitch, bitch, bitch in real, in real life. Like, that's a good acting, though. You make me believe that you are who you trying to portray, that you are in these shows. You know what I'm saying? Um, The funny thing is Anthony Starr. Anthony Starr plays Homelander, and that is the funniest shit to me in the world. You know why it's the funniest shit to me in the world? It's because this guy anthony Starr. now i don't know him either um i don't really know him at all from anything i don't know nothing that he was in i don't remember seeing him nowhere i don't this dude is not on my list of actors but this guy as homelander is the perfect villain i mean like he looks fucked up and it's and he's supposed to because he looks like superman he has that Stand tall has that um perfect perfectly white you know blind hair blue eyes chisel perfect i'm perfect you know and he has that little weird i'll kill you look you know what i mean he has that evil look like when he when he's bad homelander he looks evil when he's talking to madeline or he's talking to butcher or he's talking to somebody that he really is about to fuck up or try to fuck up or that he don't like for real he looks evil Fucked up. He looks crazy, but he also looks still like a superhero. He has that superhero look. He has that superhero way about him, and the way he talks too. He talks like he's better than everybody. Like he's a white supremacist. Like, like he's God. That's how he talks. That's how he looks. That's everything. And then I saw like beyond, uh, like a um, beyond the boys, where like they interview the characters. They interview the actors that play the characters. And Anthony Starr wears glasses. And he looks like a normal dude. Like he's not, he don't look superhero-esque at all. He don't look big. He don't look intimidating. He don't talk intimidating. Like the real man is so far away from that character that it's like, damn, the kind of acting that you're doing. Like I believe that you was like a snouty fucking I'm better than everybody type dude. And then I seen him in the interviews. He's laughing. He's like, who the fuck is? I didn't even know who he was. When they first saw Anthony Starr and they started talking to him, I'm like, who the fuck is this? Then they're like, he plays Homelander. And I'm like, wait a minute. I had to do like a double, quadruple super take. Like, oh, that's Homelander? Homelander laughs? <laughs> Other than evil shit? Like, that motherfucker looks um crazy to me. Like, it's so different. It's day and fucking night. And I love it. Like, this, that, this show has good acting. And I love that shit. But I really believe Huey and, and and uh and Butcher are who they are, Homelander? No way. And then you got Aaron, um Erin Moriarty. She plays uh Starlight and she is just the cutest. She's cutest, but but she's the corniest one. She's the corniest person on the show. She irritates the fuck out of me on the show. Cause first of all, I'm like Starlight, you're dumb as shit. Like you're dumb. Like you 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 just dumb. I don't know. She just seems like dumb, like she just like still she's so naive about these heroes and even though she sees some of the bad shit and even though she's experienced some of the bad shit even though right off the bat the fish guy the fish guy did some shit to her right off the bat and she still was all like i want to save the world though i want to save the world i want to be a part of seven i want to save the world hey i'm singing i can sing the national anthem i can sing these songs and i'm cute i'm cute i'm cute and she just she's too cute She's one of those cute don't get the fuck on your head. She's like, um. she's like normal. You know how normal you watch Garfield? Remember normal normal was the cute cat kept being cute. And Garfield was like, fuck you normal. Like get away from me. You cute as shit. I, I hate you. Like normal, you a nut ass cat. Like leave me the fuck alone. That's starlight. That's Aaron. And she's cute as a button, but she just, oh my God, I can't take her. I want to get rid of her. And she's like that in real life. Starlight and Aaron, the same thing. I seen Erin Moriarty on TV doing interviews, and she's still cute as a button. And she still irritates me. She still looks like I don't even want to see her. I don't want to talk to her. I don't remember seeing her or nothing else. I actually do. I remember seeing Erin a lot. But I don't, she wasn't never um in a role where uh, paid attention to her enough to be like, yo, that's Aaron Moriarty. You know what I mean? It was more like, Oh, I know that girl. Oh, I know that girl. Oh, she's cute. Ah, oh, she's cute. She's cute. And that's it. But she irritates the fuck out of me. I do not like her. And I don't mean as a person, I don't know the bitch, not the bitch, the lady. <laughs> I don't know the lady. The woman, Aaron, in person, but from what I've seen her in person from the interviews and what I see um, her at Starlight, yeah, I don't like her. I don't like her at all. She's too cute. I don't want her around me. She's going to irritate the fuck out of me, but, you know, <laughs> never mind. I'm going to just leave her at that. Um, Queen Maze is played by Dominique M- McEllett. And um, I don't know her either. I don't know her? And she plays Queen Maeve, and that's all I know about her. I've never seen her in the interviews. I've never seen her on the Behind the Boys thing. Um, I've never really, I don't never really remember seeing her on any other movies. Like, she's not famous. I don't think, I think they don't take, like, real popular people. I think they wanted to get, like, a cast that um that, like, maybe, like, kind of, like, unknowns and just roll with them because I don't know her, and I don't know her. Um, in the interviews or nothing. I don't know her in real life at all. Like I have no take on her in real life at all, but she's good as Queen Maeve. She's good. You can see the heartache on her face when certain shit happens. You can see when she has to do bad shit, you can see that she don't really want to do the bad shit. She don't agree with Homelander all the time. And When she came back to fuck some shit up, she fucked some shit up. She should have been Wonder Woman for real. She would have been way better than Gal Gadot. She would have been. She's bigger. She's a little bit more Wonder Woman-esque. And she's a better actor for real. She's a better actor. So I would have picked her to be Wonder Woman. But I guess, you know, she got a good deal. She's on a better superhero show. She's on a better superhero path. You know what I'm saying? Uh, A-Train is played by Jesse T. Usher. I know him because he's the boy from Shaft. He's he's from Shaft. He's Shaft's uh, son. Or grandson however you want to see he's the grandson of the original shaft he's the son of the shaft shaft i'm talking about the uh the shaft the um samuel jackson shaft that he plays his son on there that's him nutty <clears throat> nutty he nutty on there he nutty on here but he plays the role perfectly too like i said he's like the the niggerish flash he's like flash all niggered up and he acts like he plays the role he's cool calm kind of, i don't want to do this whatever whatever he's cool he's a good actor uh, that's all I know from the chef though, but he was cool in the chef. I like the chef movie. That was all right. He was kind of funny, um, and that was that. He's good though. I like him. Then you got Laz Alonso. Laz Alonzo plays my man Mother's Milk. I like Laz Alonzo. I know he was in um The Fast and the Furious. He plays Phoenix. Uh, he was in um Ghosts. I mean Power. I said Ghost. He was on Power for a couple of episodes, a little bit, something, something um i like him i've seen him in some other movies i've seen him in a lot of those um those black like what are they called not black exploitation movies but those like jump in the broom he was in jumping the broom those movies you know those black movies where you uh the little um what are they called the romantic comedies yeah, he was in a couple of those black romantic comedy type Jones. He's a cool dude. But he's real cool. He's real cool on the show. He's real cool in real life. When I see him in interviews and stuff, he's real cool. He's always cool, laid back kind of guy. He, You know what I mean? He be chilling. I like Les. He did a good job. And I like Mother's Milk. He's like one of my favorite characters on the show. Okay? Then you got Chase Crawford, who plays the deep fish guy. It's Chase Crawford. I know him. He was on Gossip Girl. Yeah, he was on Gossip Girl. I didn't watch Gossip Girl. I watched Gossip Girl only because it was always on. I had, like, I watched Gossip Girl. I didn't watch it like I was a friend or a thing. I just watched it because it was on my TV sometimes because certain people in my house would watch Gossip Girl. And and Glee, he was on Glee for a little bit. I did not watch Glee, though. I just know he was on Glee because I remember they were saying Chase Cross was on Glee. I remember they were saying he was on glee, but I didn't watch glee, but he was on glee, but I know him. I don't like Chase Crawford. Uh, he's corny, but he's the fish guy, so he's supposed to be corny. He looks kind of creepy, he looks kind of corny, but I mean like all of these people that play these actors like that's why this why the show is so good because all of these people are so good. Like they're good at what they do. Like he's supposed to look kind of creepy and be kind of corny and kind of nutty and that's how he looks he looks kind of creepy kind of corny kind of nunny now um let's go to Frenchie. Frenchie is played by Tomer Capone or Capon I don't know how you say his name I don't know him either I don't know this guy I don't know nothing that I ever seen him in but I knew he's so good that I knew Frenchy was a drug addict before they said it. as soon as I saw him and he started talking I said oh shit Frenchie on that shit Frenchie was on that shit. Frenchie is putting the snow in the out Frenchie putting that chain away. white up his nose. Nose candy. Frenchie be fun dipping. I knew it as soon as I saw him. And he's good. And I like him. I'm not gonna get into who played Kimoko. I don't know her. She's um, her name's Karen. I don't know her, but she don't really her role is crazy because she looks crazy, but that's all she gotta do because she don't really say shit. She so don't say shit. She just looks crazy. That's all she gotta do. She so don't say shit. And then you got Nathan Mitchell who plays Black Noir. <clears throat> and that's funny because I don't even know what this guy looks like. I don't know what Nathan Mitchell looks like. Cause when he plays Black Noir, Noir, he looks like fucking uh he looks like fucking uh what's his name? Um Snake Eyes. So you can't see his face, you can't even see nothing, like nothing. So I don't even know, and it's funny because Nate Mitchell is a black guy, and I'm like, oh shit, they got a black guy to play black noir, but we don't even know he's black. He could be white, he could be Puerto Rican, he could be Spanish, he could be um Puerto Rican and Spanish. What the fuck? He could be <laughs> he could be anything Chinese. He could be he could be a woman. Black noir could really be a woman under there. We don't fucking know, but he's Nathan Mitchell. He's a black guy. Colby Minifie plays Ashley Barrett, the secretary bench, and she's perfect because she's funny. She looks frazzled. She looks a little crazy, and I know her because she was on um, Nurse Jackie, and I watched a whole lot of Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie was a good show. Nurse Jackie was a good show. I enjoyed Nurse Jackie. I watched it all the time, and I know her from Nurse Jackie. She was good on there, and she's good on the boys too because she's fucked up. She looks fucked up. She looks flustered. She looks crazy. She's got red hair and big eyes. She's just perfect. Elizabeth Shue plays um, Madeline Stilwell. Yep, Elizabeth Shue plays Madeline Stillwell, and we know who Elizabeth Shue was. I know Elizabeth Shue because I kind of had a little bit of crush on her back in the day. I ain't even gonna front. I had a little bit of crush on Elizabeth Shue back in the day because she was the uh um was the girl the babysitter in Adventures in Babysitting. She was the babysitter in Adventures and Babysitting, and I loved her because when that movie first started, and she's dancing in her room, because he loves me, ba 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 and ba just And I just liked that scene, and she was cute, and I liked her. She was in Adventures and Babysitting. She was like, maybe one of my first crushes. Maybe. And she's good on this show because she she feeds off a of homelander. Now, like I said, their situation is weird, and it was weird, but it worked out. Like, they... They work out together. They look good. They look good. And then you got Layla Robbins. She plays Grace Mallory. I know her. She's an older lady, but I've seen her in a lot of stuff. I can't put my finger on what it was in, but I've seen her in a lot of stuff. And um, and she's good. She's really good. She's that older lady that wanted to talk shit. You got Aya Cash. Aya Cash. Or Aya Cash. I know her name is spelled A-Y-A. I don't really know how you say it, but she plays Stormfront then she is the shit she plays stormfront perfectly like bitch she's a bitch and i don't think she's a bitch in real life i saw her and she's like nice she don't look bitchy she looks nice in real life she's another one that's like um confusing because stormfront is a bitch and when they had a on the show she was like she was chilling she was cute she cute too she cute in that fucking stormfront I saw her on Stormfront storefront, and I'm like, ah, oh, Stormfront, oh, she's a bitch. I don't like her, but, yeah, it's cute. I was like, okay, the real person looks a lot better, a lot nicer. But usually the bitches don't be bitches in real life. They usually don't. Angelina Jolie seems like a real bitch in real life. Like, she looks bitchy in the movies. She seems like a real bitch in real life. I know back in the day she was a drug addict. She was messing with Billy Bob Thornton. She was cool then. But now I just think she's a super bitch. Like, she looks crazy bitchy. She's Maleficent, and that's right. That serves her right perfect match that was a match made in heaven or hell match made in hell for real because she's a bitch yeah i like i don't like angelina jolie not no more um then you have some side guests like jennifer Espizito was in there i like her i liked her because i watched uh what was that show she was on? she was on um spin city back in the day 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 when she was a young buckarooski and i watched a lot of spin city that was my show on the late night city i was a big michael j fox fan i watched a lot of spin city and she was on there and i liked her from there and i always liked her and um and she's good on here she ain't on here much you know she don't last long but she is um she's good and she was on um uh, she was on law and order too for a little bit she did a little bit of law and order for a little while she's all right she'd be around you see her around and like I said, Juan Carlo Exposito. Juan Carlo is my man. He plays stand. He comes in here. I remember him because he was in do the right thing back in the day. Day he was in do the right thing back in the day. Day yeah, he's on the Mandalorian. He's on the Mandalorian right now. <clears throat> and um, he was on that show Better Call Saul. I saw him on there too. I like Better Call Saul. That's a um, that's a really good show. He was on there for a little bit. He's been around, but he's a smooth man. I'm telling you, my boy is smooth. I like him. He's smooth on the show. He's smooth in real life. He just be chilling. I like him. But he was funny too in the interview. He he looks kind of a little bit different. And um, <clears throat> my bad. And he was funny too on the show. They had Simon Pegg playing um, Huey's dad for a couple of episodes too. You know Simon Pegg from Hot Fuzz, the Star Trek, Shaun of the Dead, uh, what else? What else? Um, The Mission Impossible. You know him. He's cool. He's a cool dude. I like. him. He's funny. And he and he and he always plays. He basically plays the same character, but it's cool because he's funny and I like him. Uh, who else is in the show? That's about all the people that's in the show that's really worth um mentioning. Oh, I can mention uh Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore is in the show for a little bit. He plays the dude. Remember I talked about the boy that was in the seven with the lamps, the fireball, the lamplighter. That dude, the lamplighter, he plays the lamplighter. And um He's all right. I mean, I guess they picked him because he was in, you know, he's the X-Men. He's, um, who is it? Oh, shit. You know what? That's real fucking funny because he's the fire guy in the boys and he was the ice guy in the X-Men. He was, um, Bobby, the fucking, uh, what is it? Bobby Drake, the fucking Iceman. He was Iceman in the X-Men and now he's the lamplighter lighter, the fireball in the fucking, uh, in the boys. But he was good too. He was good. I liked him. Okay, so that's about all how I'm going to break this thing down for the boys. I'm going to tell you right now, it's got good cast, good acting, great storyline, a bunch of shit to keep you entertained. It's got some comedy aspects in there. It's got some um, killing, cussing, and fucking. And some of the killing is like some good-ass killing. A lot of the cussing is like some good ass cussing butcher with his um with his accent on his cussing boy, <laughs> and the plot is a little more to it than what I told y'all. So it, actually, it's a lot more to it than what I told y'all, and um, it's a good show. So if you got Amazon Prime Video, or you got a Fire Stick that's broken, or you got somebody else that got Amazon Prime Video, however way you can get it, or whatever way you can do it, I I. I strongly suggest that you go and you watch the boys. And um, I also suggest that you listen to my podcast. And I also suggest that you tell your friends and your family and everybody who you know tell babies, tell roaches, right? Like, I don't give a fuck who it is that listens. If you tell a roach and a roach can crawl on the computer and hit the button, the play button on the fucking computer, good for that roach. That's going to get me a listen. That's going to get me up there to that Joe Rogan. That's right. I said it. I'm coming for Joe Rogan. And anybody that knows him, tell him. Tell him the Lisbeth is looking for him. I got to talk to him. I got to holler at him. I got to get to that Joe Rogan. That's my status. He's my idol right now, my podcasting idol, not my real-life idol. I don't idolize people. I'm the best. But that's neither here nor there, whatever. So um, with that being said, this is the end of my episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Tell some people about it, and if you got a business and you want to advertise on there, holler at your boy, and um, I'll get you a commercial on there. I've already um got one commercial on there, and I got my sponsor from Anchor, but I'm trying to get some more sponsors. I'm trying to get to that Joe Rogan, so if you want me to sponsor, you just holler at me. and We'll work something out. Until then, it's been fun. Once again, I am your host, Tyrone, and um, check me out next time. Bye.